0: Would you rather have millions of dollars, no financial worries, or would you rather have peace? If you could only choose one or the other, millions of dollars or peace, peace enough to sleep at night. What if you could have all the material possessions, but with a lot of worry about all of those possessions, or just be able to rest peacefully and be content? Which millions would you of dollars. Millions of dollars, Terry? No.
1: <laughs> yeah. all, all those things. I don't like to sleep. You want possessions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a vampire. Well,
0: they're joking. I'm trying to be serious here. This is finished wrong. I'm Dan Wheeler, the serious one. Terry Steen and, and Brian Rowland are kind of goofing around, but uh, I don't think they would really uh, say those answers if they were serious. I mean, maybe you've you've suffered great loss. Maybe you've gone through a divorce, a major financial setback, and you're needing peace. We're going to talk about peace today in this episode of finish strong guys how are you doing how, how have you been doing with all the chaos of life lately
2: let brian address that one first sounds like he's had a little bump in the road <laughs> Boy, he has yeah
1: yeah it's just another little bump in the road you know this uh, the body starts deteriorating as you get older but um no it's um i, I have peace I do. I know that everything's going to be fine. It always works out in the end fine. And I think I realized that the most when I went through my battle of depression and I couldn't find peace. And as soon as I could, as soon as I would just keep singing to myself, peace, peace, wonderful peace. And it just would uh, make everything mellow. I mean, it just really worked in my favor there where I just turned my eyes on Jesus and I had received
0: peace. So Brian had a a really a bad knee problem, and he had to get a lot of uh, therapy for that. In the midst of therapy, he hurt his back. So <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah.
2: no, I'm sorry, Brian, but you and know, th- we are getting older. <laughs> Can you uh, say uh, over t- 70? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the thing is, is Terry, that
1: I, you know, I, I told my PT yeah. to, to challenge me and give me more, more weight and things to do, and <laughs> I went back the next time when I went, don't do
0: that again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Terry, you went through all your retirement and uh, your trip that was kind of not as good as maybe you'd hoped for and all this. And uh, now you're able to be full-time with Fearless Faith. And I know you're excited about some of the things that have been happening. Uh, You just added a bunch of names to our email list,
2: right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was pretty cool. It was exciting. I mean, obviously, it takes a little work. But, man, let me just take a minute to thank everybody who listened to us and signed up for that email list because you're going to be on a special list. And we're going to have some privileged stuff, some things that we will be offering and getting out to you. You're going to be able to get the uh, the podcast that we do earlier, before everybody else. And so, those of you who signed up, we thank you so much. And if you haven't, we sure encourage you to do it. Yeah, we'll send it out to you on Sunday. Maybe you'll have some time after
0: church or before church. You got some peace and quiet and no chaos, and you can focus on the podcast. But uh, Terry, you did a lot of work on this episode today, finding peace through chaos. What do you think the first step is for someone who says, I need peace? I'm tired of turmoil. I'm tired of living my life
2: feeling like I'm all tied up in knots. Yeah, that's a a great question, Dan. And I just, I sat down, I just started listing things to do. I started listing things not to do to find that peace. And then I realized I hadn't listed the biggest one, and it's accepting Jesus as your Mm -hmm. Lord and Savior. If you're going through life and you don't have any peace, well, you will never have true peace without having Jesus in your life. So that's a great way to start this uh, podcast, Dan, and I would just encourage anybody who has not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, listen close and realize that once you do, It opens up a whole new world of potential for peace in your life.
0: Yeah, Brian, after we accept the Lord, what do you think another step would be towards getting that peace?
1: It falls right in line with what I was saying before. Um, you got to get in God's presence.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And to me, it was singing, peace, peace, wonderful peace, because while I was doing that, I was praying. And and I know Mm -hmm. that uh, as peace comes down from the Father above, that's part of the lyrics, and over in um, John 16:33, the Bible tells us, "I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart; I have overcome the world." And you just keep reminding yourself of that. And I'm telling you, that's you remind yourself of that, but you accept the peace that He's given you when you're asking for it. It's not you're asking Him, and then a lot of people are asking, but they're fighting it, you know. But I'm still going to do this this way. They just say, "No, that's not it at all." If you're asking for it and He's delivering peace to you, just accept it. Just fall, let, it fall, let it fall over you. Just like I said, mm-hmm. like a rainfall, just let it just fall over you and accept it. And you can live in that
0: attitude of peace. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's hard to, to get to that point, though. Sometimes with all the distractions and the busyness of life, it's hard to get into God's presence. Terry, mm-hmm. what, what's some advice you would have for someone who says, I'm just not feeling God, I want to seek his face more. I want to get into his presence. What can I do?
2: Yeah, that's a, a great question. And two things come to mind to me there. And one is spending time in praise and worship. You know, we, praise sit and we and worship. talk and we talk and we talk and we feel it hitting the ceiling and coming down. And sometimes you just need to begin to praise. Don't ask mm-hmm. for anything. Don't worry about the anxiety Just begin to praise and worship God. He tells us in his word that he will always enter. His presence will always enter that praise and worship. And then the other thing is to do what's right. So many times sin comes into play or things that we don't do right that keeps God's presence. And I'm thinking of Psalms, the 15th chapter, where it says, Lord, and this is David asking the Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle who may dwell in your holy hill he's saying how can we remain or be in your presence and then he answers his own question he says walk upright speak the truth don't do evil fear the lord so if we can get those into our daily our daily life that will automatically begin to allow it to be easier and easier to get into god's presence
0: hmm. yeah those those are promises of God, if if we do those things. And if we live right and live according to the Spirit and not according to the flesh, I've been trying to think about that so much. And Romans 8, 6 talks about, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. But, you know, let's face it, um, you know, Satan makes the flesh look great. He makes it look enticing. I think the older we get, at least for me, the older I get, the more I realized that uh, you know, Satan's a liar, and it's so much greater when you're walking, when you're doing right. You know you're walking in the Spirit. Uh, That's where you are really going to be able to come into God's presence. You know, when I was going through uh, the journey with Beth, I'll never forget the most critical time when they transferred her from a, a local hospital downtown Philadelphia because her platelets had crashed, and I realized in that moment the seriousness of it and that she might not make it. And uh, I I gathered all the things out of her room and I had gone home and gotten some clothes and I'm driving in the dark, driving to this house, don't know what's going ahead. And I was just filled with so much um, stress and angst. And that verse, Isaiah 26, 3, just popped into my head about uh, God will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. And that was Amen. one of the biggest times in my life where I realized that that peace was inexplainable. I shouldn't have had any peace, but when, that, when I th- said that verse in my mind, this wave of peace just came right over me.
2: It was truly mm-hmm. supernatural. And that is per- possible. Perfect peace that passes all understanding mm. right there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brian, you talked about, when you didn't have peace and, and how you just sang that song. And uh, I'm sure you had that same feeling of, wow, I mean, this is amazing. Where did this peace come from? Mm-hmm. Because like five minutes ago, I didn't have it.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and when, when you're going through, as you, you guys know, you're going through uh, any type of panic attack, any type of uh, uh, there's a disruption where, where you're not in control that um, that's when you you pry out for peace you need peace right then because uh you in my case like you can't think straight i mean you're sitting there i was afraid of something mm-hmm. i don't know i was afraid of i'm going mm-hmm. what well, am i so fearful for what
0: yeah you're irrational i was yeah. definitely
1: so that and you, get, if you could just flip that switch in my mind where i can say peace peace wonderful peace and keep singing that this, and asking god for his peace it just turns things around you just turn things around automatically not just the one time i mean it Next day, I'd be falling into this again, and I had to stop and say, no, peace, peace, wonderful peace. Sit back and sing that and meditate on that and pray on that. And God did that. He just brought that over my body each time.
0: Hmm. Well, you know, I've, I've known people who have struggled to find peace. And, Terry, I'm going to direct this to you. They couldn't find peace because they were holding on to some bitterness from the past. And, you know, people hold grudges. And I always say the only person that hurts is you. We can't be holding grudges or holding something against someone and expect to find peace.
2: <laughs> exactly. And I and I think that's why it was talked so much in the Bible about forgiveness. And and there was a story where the the man came up and asked, How many times do I have to forgive mm. my neighbor? Mm-hmm. And Jesus said 70 times seven, basically saying there's no end to it. Right. You need to be doing it. And the, the reality is there's many people probably listening right now that haven't been able to forgive themselves. And, and that's another piece of that forgiveness. If, if we mm. can forgive ourselves, if we can forgive others, if we can remove that bitterness, that just opens up. It creates a vacuum for God to come in and fill us with that peace and with that Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit, a fruit of His Spirit's peace. Right, and that allows the spirit to come into our lives. Mm-hmm.
1: I've had somebody say to me before that um, I can't forgive myself, and I said, "Well, God has forgiven you, know that." And they go, "Yeah, I know that, but I can understand how God can forgive me." <laughs> well, then pray about that. Say, "God, show me. Let me understand how you can how you can forgive me, so that I can forgive others." And yeah. it's true. If you have a, a grievance of somebody against somebody, and you're not forgiving them. And that just it just it just brings chaos in your life. It just does it automatically because that is always weighing on you and you have to let that go. And once you let that go is where you can find inner peace.
0: I did a morning cup of inspiration recently for our Facebook page. And by the way, if you've only been listening to Finish Strong, we have a Facebook page every day at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, we post a new 3-minute message and we call it your morning cup of inspiration. But I did it on why do we remember things that God has forgotten? Because he says that, you know, when he forgives us, he removes our sin as far as the east is from the west. Right. And he's forgiven us and he's wiped the slate clean. Now that is truly divine. Because as humans, we don't want to forget. We we don't want to forgive. But he does tell us that we need to forgive, and you know, when when I think of what God has forgiven me of all the the many sins and, and the, the great things that uh, that I really did wrong, they weren't great; they were wrong. Then I am grateful. <laughs> I'm so grateful, and I have this attitude of gratitude, which is another step that you listed, Terry, as far as mm-hmm. peace. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, when I I look at it, Dan, I said, if, if God can forgive you for all that, then I know that I'm okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. There thanks. you Going <laughs> 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 <gonna> to make it. <laughs> right. Well, it really does change our attitude if we yeah. do have that spirit of gratefulness. And then we're not sitting there focused on all the things that are wrong or all the things that we wished had happened. And you can't live in peace that way. That just creates anxiety and turmoil mm-hmm. in your life. So if you can... If if you're going through that today, if you're going through anxiety and turmoil, then try to flip the switch. Just stop and begin to think about what you can be grateful for. Begin to Mm. thank the Lord for everything you can think of just Mm. in this day, and you will be shocked at how that can just totally change your outlook.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. And we need to learn to be content. We can't be wanting what our neighbors have, or thinking we don't make enough money, or we don't have enough clothes, or we don't have a new enough car. You know, uh, happiness is wanting what you have right. and being happy about it. But a lot of people can't get contentment because they're always comparing themselves to everybody else. And that's another thing we can't be doing. Is you know coveting.
1: It leads to, to the things that we should not be doing <laughs> or things not to do. And, and and when you're saying right there, do not envy or compare yourself to others. That's true, man. In Proverbs 14, 30, 30 it says, a hearted peace gives light life to the body, but envy rots the bones. Mm-hmm. And boy, isn't that the truth? When, mm-hmm. when we're in that position where we're not forgiving, when we're envious of other people, and that, all it does is just brings strife to our own life. But once we can let that go, you have a piece.
2: Yeah, yeah. I actually did a morning cup uh, of inspiration on that exact verse and thought a, a couple weeks ago, and I think I think to the social media today and to the impact social media has on young people and teenagers and how it's been so devastating because they're comparing themselves to others and they're comparing. Falsities that they see in social media, and it's led to depression. It's led to increased suicide. Mm. So, all those things, yeah, keep us from our peace. And the title of this is Peace Through the Chaos.
0: Do you think it's important to remove chaos from our lives? Maybe some people
2: need to get more organized. Would that help? No question. No question. We can inflict a lot of chaos ourselves. Have you ever known people that are just always in chaos, Mm -hmm. you know, I've got a book. It's an incredible book called margins and it's, it helps you establish margins in your life so you can stay organized. So you're not living in chaos and always falling short and running late. Then you couldn't do this. Then you had to reschedule that. Then, and it goes on and on. And if we just organize our lives, we could add some peace. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just saw our producer,
0: John Metarazzo kind of roll his eyes there. John, have you ever felt like that? I know because I know you've been a producer of a live TV show and you can get so many things going and so much in the air that if you don't stay organized, things get out of control. And that, that doesn't lead to peace, does it? No, not at all. Um, I have to be at peace. And in fact, I actually have a little sign in my apartment that says, welcome to my fortress of solitude. It's just, (laughs) um, I try to keep it as a, uh, as a place where everything's organized, everything has its rightful place. And if something is out of place, it just drives me nuts. Uh, Maybe I'm a little bit OCD, but I know what (laughs) I need to be, to be at peace and to to try to maintain that. Boy, so true. It it is so true that we, we, I like what you said, your fortress of peace. You know, you, you have to really keep that and work hard at that and not let the chaos chaos of the world uh, take you under. You have to find that peace. I think so, Superman had a fortress of solitude, and that's where I got it from. So. There is. <laughs> oh, is that right? A fortress of solitude. Yeah. Not I love a that. Cave. <laughs> well, and you have to have faith that God is in control uh, no matter what, that all things are going to work together for good. Those are things— that we need to do. And Terry, you also came up with
2: things not to do. Yeah. What was first on your list? Well, uh, Brian mentioned the one on not envying or comparing ourselves to others in Proverbs. So that was a big one. Then another one is simply not to worry or fret. I know it's easier said than done, but Philippians 4 talks about it and You know, the bottom line is it's a matter of trusting God. He tells us in the sixth verse, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So we have to pray about that, but he's willing to help us, but we have to make the effort. We can sit and worry and worry and worry, or we can pray and ask God to relieve that worry and replace that worry with peace. And he'll do it. It's another promise of his word. Yeah, there's a lot in those two verses you just read. You know, don't be anxious.
0: Be anxious for nothing. And everything by prayer and supplication. We talked about spending time in God's presence. Being thankful. That attitude of gratitude is there. Let your request be made known unto God. Boy, that verse really, those two verses kind Mm. of encapsulate a lot of what to do, what not to do. So, yeah, we don't want to worry. And I didn't
2: read the seventh, which is the answer and the peace of God, which Mm. surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind through Christ Jesus. I think if there's any verse that anyone listening to this podcast could put in their back pocket or keep in their heart and mind is this one right here, because that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. But that's another good word. Guard. Yeah. Guard your
0: heart. Guard your heart. Like John's yeah. fortress of solitude. Boy, sinning and disobeying God's word, that's certainly not something you want to do, Brian, if you want peace and chaos.
1: Well, it's true. You don't want to do it, but everybody sins daily. I mean, there's things that happen. <laughs> but we that's why we have to keep in the word. That's why we have to keep in prayer. Um we don't want there's things that we don't want to do, but the body does it, I and mean, especially the tongue. You know, we can't control the tongue, so that's why we constantly have to be in the Word, like I said, be in prayer, meditating on God's Word throughout the day. It's amazing how, like Dan, I know how many scriptures you used to memorize when you were in high school and that, mm-hmm. and how many of those come back to you now. They do. You have them already there. They're already there. Yeah. And I, I didn't memorize them like you did, but the ones that I've read that I, I put the memory. Man, they just pop into my head when I need them at the right time.
0: Isn't that amazing how God does that? Mm -hmm. He brings those verses to mind at the most critical times, and that's why we need to know God's Word. Here's another one that you listed, Terry. We don't want to put our faith or our trust in material possessions. We only want to put them in the Lord. And, uh, I mean, I think that's a great one. We read about it in Hebrews 13, 5. That says, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. I don't know what there is about, well, I do know about our society. It's advertising, it's marketing, that people think Mm -hmm. they have to have a new this, a new that, a better, you know, bigger house, a better house, all the latest gadgets. Man, when you look at how Christ lived so simply, he said he didn't have, even have a place to lay his head. And he was a, a carpenter's son. I mean, he was not about possessions. When uh, he asked for a coin, if anyone had a coin, he didn't even have a coin on him. Yeah. So, uh, boy, that, that's real freedom, though, when you can break away from that.
2: Yeah, and I've heard you probably have had friends that have had boats or have had the big house or have had three or four cars. And what are they spending all their time doing? Yeah. They're fixing the boat. Right. They're having to put in the new floor. They're having to, re, you know, all the things that go with the possessions that can steal our peace. Yeah.
0: Here's a big one. My uncle used to preach to me about not being a procrastinator. Yeah. But if you procrastinate, if you ignore your problems, that adds stress, not peace. We don't want to do that. I mean, procrastinate, it's so easy to... Wake up and say, I'll do that tomorrow when you should be doing
2: it right away. And then it bugs you all day, right? Right, (laughs) right. Yeah, because you think,
0: i got to deal with that tomorrow. So you worry about (laughs) it. You lose two days. Pretend to be happy and deny your emotions. That's not a good thing to do if you want peace. Be truthful. Be honest. You know, be genuine. It frees you up to dwell on God's presence and experience his peace. When you accept who God made you to
2: be, just be that person. We all sometimes try to be somebody else. Yeah, I think I'd tie that into procrastination because there's things that we happen to have in relationships that we should sit down and address it and have the talk. You, you just you go on in turmoil and you go on in frustration mm-hmm. because you haven't got it out in the open. You haven't been honest. And if we'll do that, if we'll step up and do that, then we get it behind us, and then peace can begin to take over again. That's
0: good. That's good. Brian, we're near the end of the show. You got any final thoughts on all this peace? and Not peace, but having peace through chaos?
1: I, I think I'm going to think about procrastination tomorrow. There you um, go. Thinking, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right now, I'm going to get some mice on my back. No, I uh, It's... Um, I, I, I like what Terry just said. I mean, that when there's something, and in, in even relationships, if there's something that's not right, you got to get it out in the open. You can't let it fester. And that goes on with everything. That goes on, if you've got something you're upset with God about, you need to talk to him about it. You can't let that fester because that's just not going to get any better until you, you understand where he's coming from, why He's things are happening in your life the way they are. And he will tell you, if you ask him for his will in your life, what is it? He will let you know. And so that will bring peace to you if you have
0: that. We believe in finishing strong here. That's why we named this podcast Finish Strong. And you can finish strong by walking, You're spending your days in peace, living above the chaos of life, right? Not below it. Chaos can pile on. We want to get above that. Set an example for the world. And I think uh, one of the greatest verses on peace uh, that we'll close with is found in John 14, 27. For Jesus says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So those are the things you can do and those are the things not to do if you want to overcome the chaos and have peace, reach that point of peace. Hey, guys, another great podcast. Thanks for mm-hmm. being here. Enjoyed so, it. It was fun. Was a good our time. thanks to John Matarazzo, who always does a good job. And as Terry said earlier, we hope you'll get on our email list. How do they do that, Terry? How do they send us their email, by the way?
2: The easiest way is just go right to our website, ffaith.org. They'll scroll down to the bottom of that homepage, and there's a place to just, all we ask is for your name and your email address. All right. Well, we wish you God's peace, a great day,
0: and we'll see you on the next episode of Finish Strong. God bless. Thank you for listening to Finish Strong. For more information about Finish Strong and Fearless Faith, check out their website, ffaith.org. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast to help more people accomplish their God-given purpose so that together we can finish strong.